All right, y'all ain't got nothing to protect other than your honor. Let's see what happens when we change things up. Y'all got three seconds to tell me the truth. Wait, no. I, no! Harry! He can't hear you, but I can, so talk. No! Get down, Harry! Oh, Harry! That's Harry! 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 Their story checked out. I opened our doomsday scenario locker, and that umbrella was in it. Kingsman. It's got our logo on it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> My apologies, boys. I, I hope there ain't no hard feelings. I was just doing my job. Welcome to Statesman, independent intelligence agency. Just like y'all, I reckon. But our founders... I'll talk about the Thor Ragnarok watch party at the end of this video, but let's get into this minute. Once again, the music is freaking fantastic. The strings or whatever that is. I'm not a musician. Underscoring tequila's look at them and the tension and them being all cocky but you see that waver just a little bit because they're ready to be lit on fire and then remembering that this film was constructed with the idea that the Harry reveal would be kept secret once Channing Tatum reveals the lepidopterist we see the music swell more vigorously than we've seen this entire movie which is appropriate holy shit Harry's alive. And what is Harry doing but shaving and giving this podcast a review to feed that podcast algorithm because he knows he needs to spread the word that the Kingsman is coming so everyone's there opening night. Especially if you want to come to the screening I'm hosting for my friends and anybody else who wants to go, link in the podcast description. Now that we've fed the algorithm, let's keep moving. It won't be obvious on a first viewing, but already we see the connection that he is the Lepidopterist with all the walls lined with drawings of butterflies as we push in on the first view of Harry. Not only that, but his Nick Fury eye patch, hinting at the story of what happened to him with the flashback to Valentine and the alpha gel that saved his life. And once again, we get more appropriate responses from both Eggsy and Merlin. Eggsy says, fuck me, and Merlin says, Harry. It's not a big thing within the scheme of the movie, but just imagine that those lines were reversed, that Merlin said, fuck me, and Eggsy said, Harry. It's just not right. It's just not quite right. So I appreciate the distinction. Once again, just caring about every moment within the script. And the music just helps the tension ramp up and ramp up and ramp up tequila has found the weak spot has cracked their facade has penetrated their defenses within this interrogation and now he's gonna press on that wound he found it he found the little paper cut and he's gonna squirt the lemon juice all over it so it really really stings oh, my metaphors are just so dumb and I just want to point out the fact that between the shot of Harry being revealed and us hearing Ginger Ale interrupt the interrogation, there are eight shots that have a dolly push in or one push out for tequila at the end. Technically there's seven because there's one shot that's cut away from while it's pushing into Eggsy and Merlin. But it is important to note that once the tension builds, then we get all these dolly shots, just making it more claustrophobic. Even if it's just those two small shots of Eggsy and Merlin, they still have push-ins. They're still on dolly tracks. That takes a lot of time on the film set. It's harder to time those push-ins with the lines. You have to set up. You have to move stuff out of the way. They would have been much faster with their filming if they had static shots or if they had gone handheld. Try to make it tension with 
a handheld feel, but this is Matthew Vaughn. He takes the time and takes the extra effort and makes the extra effort to improve these scenes, and I appreciate that. There's only a couple static shots within that sequence. There's this one, where it's important that we see that he's taking out a gun and pointing it at Harry, which may have been distracted if we had a dolly push-in shot during that. And then the second shot is this rack focus from Tequila to Harry, just showing once again the threat and focusing on the victim Harry in that shot. The impact of that may have been diluted if they had to push in while also racking focus between the two. And the final shot of that little sequence of those dolly shots is one that's actually pulling out. Every other shot was pushing in with the tension, but right when the tension is relieved, we get one pulling out. It's a nice, subtle little thing. They could have pushed in as well in that last shot, but it would not have been as seamless a transition from that to the big wide shot of the whole room with all the characters. And you know, is it realistic that Ginger Ale comes in right at that point, right before he's going to shoot Harry, if he was actually going to shoot Harry? No, but this is a movie and it's just great. It's popcorn movie making at its finest. We get to see what their doomsday scenario was. And actually, now that I'm thinking of it, that's really, really smart that it's Ginger Ale. Because Eggsy didn't know there was a doomsday protocol, but Merlin did. And Ginger Ale is his opposite, so she would be the only one really knowing that there's a doomsday protocol, except maybe, you know, Champ. But that's really, really smart that Tequila's just going straight ahead as fast as possible as ginger ale who's the only one that's thinking hey let's think outside of the box let's check their story maybe this is true and i like that i love that their thing is the umbrella it's so appropriate considering how boss the umbrellas are with the the kingsman franchise that's awesome or the kingsman spy agency and all the dolly shots of pushing in and pulling out phrasing Shots that we've been having in the sequence stop, we get more static shots now, and then we get the fastest summary of what the Statesman Agency is, how they're a secret spy organization just like them. It's very clever with the exposition. It's mirroring it. They say, we're like you, but we went into the booze business. Done. That's all you need. Boom. Done. Love it. And then later, as is appropriate, we'll get more exposition with their code names, and it just fits in place because it's a mirror image. A very clever way to introduce them, introduce their connection to Kingsman succinctly, and love it. Let's get into the next minute. Oh, and that Thor Ragnarok watch party was very disappointing. I've taken part in the Mission Impossible Fallout watch party with Light the Fuse podcast, which I really enjoyed. I missed out on the Shazam watch party, which is a bummer because it started when the Mission Impossible Fallout watch party was still going, so I couldn't catch up. Then there was a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 watch party the next day, which was really cool. And then there was the Thor Ragnarok watch party the next day, but Taika Waititi like started 20 minutes late instead of doing a Twitter thing like everyone else was doing. He did a instagram live stream where he's playing the video on his laptop it was just weird so i cut out on that early it's hard to interact with everybody and have fun with it if it's on instagram live stream but now light the fuse pod is doing another one with a mission impossible rogue nation quarantine watch party so that will be in two hours and 39 minutes wow there was a lot to this. this i've been filming for almost 21 minutes i don't know how long it'll be once i edit it down though let's get on to that next minute 